Hey, what's up? It's Gustavo Ariano. 2021 is almost over, and we here at The Times would be remiss in our holiday spirit if we didn't try to help the next generation of podcast producers get some episodes on the resume, you know? So this week, we're going to highlight some of the work of students from the Annenberg School of Communication and Journalism at the University of Southern California. And here I have to say, go Bruins, because I graduated from UCLA. Ha <laughs> ha. Today we give you Jillian Carmanati. She's an undergrad studying journalism and her episodes about her sister's goal to change the entertainment industry. Great job, Jillian, and ahí vamos. Ever since Madison Carmanati was a little girl, she has been captivated by movies and TV shows. Madison is my older sister, so I can attest to her passion for the entertainment industry. Growing up, she would often force me to watch Steven Spielberg films and less critically acclaimed TV shows like Full House with her. She is a recent graduate of California State University, Long Beach, where she studied film and television production. I would always say like, I want to be on Oprah. Because <laughs> like, who wouldn't want to talk to Oprah? But like, to share my story and have people like, realize what this is. Since graduating, Madison has done some freelance work as a production assistant, but she aspires to be a screenwriter one day. She is currently working on her own script that features an aunt taking care of a young girl with a disability, and she knows the perfect person to cast. The Aubrey Plaza, she's done some dramas, some dark comedy stuff, so I'm like, cool, she can be in it. And so basically what the plot came out to be was, so Aubrey Plaza's character is wild, crazy chick who suddenly gets guardianship of her niece after her sister suddenly passes away and her niece has Avery syndrome like I do. Madison wants to see the film and television industry become a more inclusive place for people with disabilities. According to the CDC, 26% of adults in the United States have a disability, yet this large community is often not represented or not portrayed accurately on screen. There has been stuff that's come out, like Stranger Things, one of the kids in that show, has something similar to what I have, and they wrote it in the storyline just for him because they fell in love with him. That's the thing, like, why not have somebody be, the character be as someone who's actually different? Like, why is that an issue still? Like, why are we not changing it? It is 2021, almost 2022. Like, what are we doing? My name is Jillian Carminati. I want you to get to know my older sister. We are sitting comfortably on the floor of her bedroom in Sierra Madre, California, with the window cracked open for some fresh air. So I was born with Apert syndrome, caused by a gene change in bone development. So basically the bones in my fingers were all fused together at birth, and my toes were all fused together, and the bones in my head or, I mean, towards my brain, my skull were closed earlier in development. And it took over 33 surgeries to correct everything and speech therapy, occupational therapy, hand therapy, like I've pretty much done every therapy that's on there. My older sister has always been someone that looks on the bright side and hasn't let her disability define her. Well, first off, I would say I had a somewhat normal life because I've always thrived on being like everyone else. You know, my friends never treated me any differently. My sisters 
still to this day and definitely don't treat me any differently. Like, don't let me get away with anything. And just, you know, and then like in school and surgery and trying to get back into school, back to another surgery again. Madison's biggest surgery was December 16th, 2010, when she was only 13 years old. It was 12 hours long, and the recovery process was not easy. It was a craniofacial reconstruction surgery, which required opening up her skull. So basically before, my eyes were further apart and larger. In appearance, I had to bring those closer together. My cheekbones were very uneven, so I had to bring that closer together. And the main thing with doing the surgery too for braces was bringing my upper jaw more forward because for 13 years of my life, my teeth didn't touch. So that constituted in a 12-hour surgery, which is insane, and just waking up and realizing, like, this just happened to you, dude. I mean, you were the strong one. It was really huge surgery. And, you know, not only was it, you know, that tw- those 12 hours and those four to five days in the medically induced coma, but it was coming home and having, um, they had to put metal plates Oh, yeah. So they, I don't know how to explain these metal plates. There's plates inside of my head, adult internal, because I know they do surgeries now are adult external. Basically, like these little antennas that stick out behind my ears. Mm. And twice a day, my poor mom would have to twist it with like a little screw for like that process of my cheekbones coming closer together. And poor Jillian, I really like owe her for this because like she would sit with me and I would whack her. So I think that's why. It was painful. I mean, you had metal plates moving your cheekbones forward. Yeah. That would be painful for and anybody. Like, when I was born, it, was, it wasn't like, am I going to survive? It was like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do life? How am I going to go to school? How am I going to make friends? How am I going to go to college? So it's just giving people hope. Like, your kid is going to be okay. Whatever goals or desires they have in their life, despite their conditions, and just saying, you know what? I want to accomplish this. And if Madison can, I guess I can too, you know? Mm-hmm. We'll have more after this break. A Nielsen survey found that only around 16% of TV series are inclusive of disability themes. As a result, a large community in the U.S. doesn't feel represented by the film and television industry. Nielsen collaborated with RespectAbility, a disability-led nonprofit. It was like a marriage made in heaven because while they had been doing the advocacy, right, we were able to provide that additional, the numbers behind the why. Patricia Ratalangi, the Nielsen Vice President of Communications for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, explains why this survey is important. And it boils down again to ROI, right, return on investment. Why is it important to be able to tap into and um, express stories accurately that are depicting people who are living with disabilities. Patricia explains that the media plays a critical role in shaping perceptions, changing beliefs, and defining how we see ourselves. The old adage, if you can see it, you can be it. That's why it's so important that media depicts accurately and is representative of all types of people because that's where people are. You know, we are not all the same. We are all um, from different walks of life with different disabilities or abilities, different 
backgrounds, race, ethnicities, and different lived experiences. So it's really important that the stories, um, the casts, the characters, as well as the themes that we are watching in the media is reflective of that. One example is The Good Doctor, an ABC medical drama series. It features a lead character, Dr. Sean Murphy, who is a young surgeon with autism and savant syndrome. Aren't we judged by how we treat people? I don't mean as doctors, I mean as people, especially those who who don't have the same advantages that we have. We hire Sean and we give hope to those people with limitations that those limitations are not what they think they are, that they do have a shot. It's going to take the industry across the board to really jump on the bandwagon to be able to showcase the real lived experiences of living with a disability, right? Many folks have told us, you know, I know someone who is living with a disability that is a writer. I know someone who is living with a disability who is a set designer, you know, who's had experience with show running and so forth. And I think there is talent out there. And it's not just about getting those stories told on screen, but also making sure that there's people off screen who are able to wrap those stories together and then be authentic in the way those stories are presented. I asked my sister Madison what she hopes to see change in the film industry. Um, definitely more inclusive storylines. It could be really simple. You know, it could be like someone day to day life. It could be funny. It could be sad. It could be a little bit of both. One example Madison mentioned was Coda, an Apple TV Plus movie. The movie is about a girl with a deaf family and it features deaf actors. Deadline quoted the writer and director, Sean Hader, who said it was important to cast deaf actors and, quote, show characters on screen that we rarely get to see. You're the girl with the deaf family? Yeah. And you sing. Interesting. We just need to do it with the right people and the right creativity that goes with that, you know? While Madison is still searching for full-time employment, she's done freelance work with artists like Lady Gaga. During the shoot with the singer and actress, Madison worked with the art department to set up and take down the shoot. It was really cool. I loved doing it. It was a whole day production. I didn't get to meet Lady Gaga, but like, I was like, okay, you're in the presence of her. And hearing her, I could have sworn like an angel walked into the room type of thing. Because like, Lady Gaga, like, oh my God. So basically it featured Lady Gaga and a group of 11 beautiful strangers talking together about their own personal experiences and just being kind. And it's not like, I think she says it in the whole thing. It's not just saying, hello, how are you? It's really putting yourself out there and just... Having more empathy, that's what I took away from it. Until Madison makes a name for herself in the industry, she plans to continue working as a production assistant. But she won't set her dreams aside. She will continue developing her screenplay about a young girl with a disability until she sees her vision come to life on the silver screen. I'm excited to see what the film industry holds. I'm excited to break into it. See what I'm going to do? Madison has always been my source of inspiration. She taught me that authentic stories have the power to move people, create change, and encourage empathy, which inspired me to pursue journalism. 
creating this podcast episode meant the world to me because it allowed me to share Madison's passion and reignited my own in the process. That's it for this episode of The Times, daily news from the LA Times. The audio you heard from The Good Doctor is courtesy of ABC and Sony Pictures Television, and the clips from CODA is courtesy of Apple TV+. Our show is produced by Shannon Lynn, Denise Guerra, Kasha Brasalian, Melissa Kaplan, Ashley Brown, and Angel Carreras. Our engineer is Mario Diaz. Our editor is Arn Rapp. Our executive producers are Hasmin Aguilera and Shawnee Hilton, and our theme music is by Andrew Epen. Special thanks to Alexander Higgins. Like what you're listening to? Then make sure to follow The Times on whatever platform you use. Don't make us the Puccia Podcasts. I'm Gustavo Ariano. We'll be back tomorrow with all the news in Desmadre. Gracias. <laughs>